Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a Progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. (laughs) I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to Progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Alter Ego Podcast as I slowly and expertly fade that music out, baby. How's everybody doing today? Never mind. Hold on. How's everybody doing? Good. Hi, Mark. Hi, Megan. Hi. Hi, Hi, Rob. Yo. Hey, buddy. When you say, how's everybody doing, are you talking to us or all the people at home listening? They can't answer. Yeah. So... (laughs) Do we just leave a blank space hoping that yeah, well, just leave it open like Door of the Explorer? Considering so they can the just fact, answer. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> considering the fact that they can't answer, I expect them to answer me. How are you doing today? Yeah. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Happy to hear it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Correct answer. Yeah. Dora, Dora, Is that why Dora, you brought a backpack with you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. How's everybody feeling? Backpack, I crippling. Backpack. I have crippling depression. <laughs> Great. Swiper, Great. No swiping. Perfect. Well, I hope everybody's having a great day because we're recording this today on Thursday, July 23rd. You know what day it is? Mm-hmm. You do? Mm-hmm. Do it's, you know what day it is? I believe I got some sort of Facebook notification. Do but I'm you not know sure. what day it is? I don't know. It's somebody's birthday. It's me, guys. Brad Garrett. Thank you. Yep, Brad it's Garrett. Mark's birthday. Or it's Megan's. actually Daniel Radcliffe's birthday. So I figured oh, with it are. being your now birthday. that's something to celebrate. Yeah, now that's a real Hold birthday. On. With, I, with I figure it being Megan's birthday, yeah. that Rob should sing her happy birthday. That is not why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I that's won't, why I, I won't be. Yeah, listen. Rob, you a lot of people don't know this. You better get the good mic for that the, one. No, no. A lot I of people don't yeah, know this. Rob is a professional singer outside of all this. That's true. But I didn't do my warm-ups today, and I didn't drink enough lemon juice. I was going to say, and it's also rap opera, which doesn't go well. It doesn't go well with like doesn't translate to birthday. Especially in like with the sure mics, it doesn't pick up well. I have to be in front of a live studio audience. Sure. All equipment Thanks, COVID. Like, I can't sing happy birthday anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you no, guys were I know. six feet apart, maybe. Sure. We actually just worked at Chili's, so that's where all this came about. Yeah, I would blow yeah. up balloons too. <laughs> Give them to while singing. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That is a what talent. kind of animal do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I had always be. Like, it was always a snake because that's it. That's all I can do. There's always that snake one or a kid big that's like, just give me a fucking balloon. <laughs> the Statue of and Liberty, go please. Away. That's all I did. Just do a dance for me, monkey you, boy. Wait, wait. Dance, monkey, dance. Oh, I love all that right. song. Yeah. So happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? We gave her the option of taking today off. We could have recorded another day. Yep. But she wanted to be I here. I wanted to be here. A part this, of the podcast. Yeah. Be here. For her birthday. I she love was the like, podcast. I would love to be on the podcast on my birthday, and I would really love for you guys to pick what we talk about. I picked it, though. She did. She did. Okay, it only so took five days. I'm the, most, I'm the most indecisive person, she and is. I didn't want to put anybody out and have anybody have to read anything extra, especially because it took me so long yeah. to decide. Indecisive as hell. I asked her, will you marry me? She goes, hold on one second. To you on that. I'll be right back. And she like grabbed her phone. I and I could see her be like, Everyone's yeah. worst nightmare. For real. <laughs> How much money do you have on you right now? <laughs> right now. Empty your, your wallet. Yeah. So that's how that went. That's how every morning starts. So she finally settled on the wonderful Batman. uh, It's not a really graphic novel. What would we call this? It is a graphic novel. Kind of. It's a thick graphic novel. Called The Long Halloween. The Short Easter, I thought. Which, before we get too far, before we get too far, I would like to say. I would like to say that Justin just texted me and said Franklin Richards decided to join the X-Men. 
Good to know. Okay. Thanks, Thank Justin. Thank Thanks, you. Justin, for your contribution to the show from far away. That's our Justin update for the week. Yeah, that's our Justin. Is, so, I thought Justin was here. No, he's no. not here for a long time ago. No. Justin? Oh, did I turn it down? I did turn it down. Oh, my God. He's holding us. Ghost. <laughs> up, next on, up next on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Justin Fox. But he did leave his pet crickets, yeah, so he really needs oh, to wait, come pick those up. That's nope. not it. Bottom, Where bottom, are my bottom, crickets? Bottom, bottom. That one? Oh, yeah. There we go. I don't know. There you go, Justin. You got your crickets. <laughs> At least Ryan showed up. <laughs> Today's Wednesday. What are you talking hey. about? Hey. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. It's fine. Get that man I want to talk about our longtime returning sponsor, Forge Supply. This episode of Alter Ego is sponsored by Forge Supply Company, makers of all natural and organic soaps for men with scents like tropical teakwood, citrus IPA, cypress pine, and give me one more. Uh, amber and peppermint. Amber and peppermint. Visit their website at forgesupply.com to order online and use promo code Alter Ego to get 10% off your order. Forge soap. Real soap. No bullshit. No bullshit. Beautiful. Very well so done. beautiful. Yeah. Very well done. So I don't know if you noticed this, but I turned to <clears throat> Mark and said, "Give me a uh, a scent." scent. And I went, I I to, uh, and he <laughs> gave me one. So I thought, in honor of Ford Supply oh boy. and us doing <laughs> Batman: The Long Halloween, that we could do a Halloween Mad Lib. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So a Halloween ad lib right I'm here. I'm gonna go the around the room. Oh my God. <laughs> this is gonna be good. Because remember how good my mad lib skills were yeah, 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 in improv yeah. when we did. Okay. All right. So uh, we're gonna start with Megan because it's her birthday. Perfect. And we're gonna go around the room. I'm not doing it because I'm writing God, it. I'm really right. bad at this oh, too. So now I gotta I'm remember what the hell an adjective is. I know. Is. I gotta say <laughs> adverbs and adjectives. I'm gonna go bad. ahead and say F you, Rob, because if anybody's listened to the 24 hour podcast, he led all the games, so he never had to answer one. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> so he played it very strategically. And uh, by the way, the 24 hour podcast is up now on patreon.com and look for those episodes to start coming out on the Spreaker app as well. That is where Robert and I stayed up for 24 hours. Podcast. Congrats podcast. on being alive still, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and thank you, Mark, for being a wonderful guest on the show. Not once, but twice. You know. Wow. And Miss Megan, she showed up how many times were you there, seven. baby? Seven I was times? on seven episodes. Really? Wow. Really? I showed up five times, but two times I was on two different episodes. Actually, three times kind You'd of. You'd be a real baller I, for this. She's saying 3 a.m. too before you took off. 3 a.m. She must be I, lonely. I think when I calculated it, I... Yeah, she said, yeah. That makes sense. Like right, 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 yeah. Because I was around Instead of sitting her, in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you fucking done? <laughs> I'm trying to talk. We're talking. All right, so yeah, we're having a conversation birthday. over here. It's like you're doing a podcast. Or Holiday something. for you. Uh, Halloween. Fucking mm. Halloween. All right. Uh, or, noun. Wait, wait, wait. Noun. Birthday. Nope. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> a noun. Yeah. That's a person, place, or thing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, corral. I was a smartass. I'm not going to know what the next one is. Like the OK Corral. <laughs> uh, place. Hmm. That's a place. Yeah, it's a place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, take yeah, away yeah. the person. I thought you said a plate. So no. I was trying to think of my favorite yeah, kind of yeah, plate. Yeah. China. Um, a place. China. <laughs> wow. So when we circle back the around, place. you've got to go twice. It's a plate and a place. Okay, uh, okay, okay. You, person. Jesus. Christ. Okay. Adjective. What's the adjective like? Uh, Describing. You're the yeah, writer. I know. I'm not. <laughs> You're good the that writer. That's I want uh, like a good one though. Word. Yeah, yeah. But I want like I want a good one. Um, we do have the interwebs. If you need to look we up play an the adjective, Google song. Yeah, I want like Google song. Let, just, <laughs> we're waiting for uh, Rob to think of an adjective just for do, the man. Just do sexy. Sexy. Okay. okay. Sexy works. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna go to body part plural. Me? Plural. Mm -hmm. Toes. Okay. Uh, verb uh, is an action. Uh, dance. Okay. Is it dance or dancing? With your baby? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adjective. Dance with my baby. What? You got adjective again. again. Sorry, buddy. Do you need the list? No, I. Was sexy on the list? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> about uh. <laughs> on the random that list, is a descriptive word, though. So yeah. Um. Uh, quirky. 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 
Uh, noun. Microphone. Where did I get my inspiration? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> we'll never know. I just went cross-eyed. <laughs> all right, all right. Food. Uh, hot dog. I don't want adjective again. I want something cool, like a food. You're a plural noun. <laughs> you got all the good ones. Cool. Plural you can just say a route. type of food with an S on the end. No, 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 no. It's, no, not, no, the no. it's not the same. Yeah. I want to do a I food. A, a noun, a plural noun. Um, a plown. <laughs> cacti. That's oh. plural. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, you get a uh, famous person. Probably a listener Eric of the Stoltz. show. Eric Stoltz. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Of Anaconda fame. I don't know how to spell his name, so I'm going to wing it. S O L T Z. Noun? Yeah. Uh, sponge. Wow. Nice. <laughs> I had a sponge. We were talking about a sponge earlier. Okay. I had a sponge hey. once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> food. A food? Yeah. Uh, quinoa. Oh, God. I'm random? trying to make it like that. <laughs> random shit. Food. Macaroni and cheese. It's like My handwriting is atrocious. Only good way to eat quinoa uh, is Okay. <laughs> Number. 23. Uh, verb. Uh, cheesing. Cheesing? Yeah, like cheesin'? you're che- I'm cheesing it. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> like when you're cheesing something, you know? No, I don't. But we're gonna move on. <laughs> that's family what I call member. When I make a sandwich, I'm cheesing this thing. Family member. <laughs> yeah, this, this thing's too dry. Stepdad. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So in this scenario, since we started with Jesus, we'll probably end up talking about Joseph at some point. Food. <laughs> uh, raspberry. Just one raspberry. Just one. Well, just one. It's That's a only one. Body part. A body part? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> he immediately wants to be inappropriate. No, I'm trying not to be. A sixth um, toe. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Body part? Yeah. Uh, you having trouble thinking of those? No, I got uh, just uh, uh, ovary. Ovary. One ovary. Just single <laughs> ovary. It does say right. hey, hey. <laughs> it does say body part, not plural. Okay, good. Um, number three. Adjective. Mm. Smooth. Smooth. Give me your I almost said noise. Uh, I almost plural said noise. noun. Plural noun. A plural noun. Um. Uh, pterodactyls. Pterodactyls. Yeah. Pterodactyls. Pterodact. Pterodactyls. There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest joke. All right. Holiday. Flag day. Flag yes. Day. Nice. That's a good one. Are right, you guys ready? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We're done. <laughs> yeah, oh, I We're know, ready I to go. One. All right, so okay. how should I, I read this? From the start. From the start? Yeah. From, yeah. I would say entirely. Any other notes? <laughs> entirely. All at In once. In its entirety. From left to right Nothing specific. From left to right. All right, okay. all right smart ass. Like, yeah. Pick, don't, don't read gotcha. like a... Uh, Pick a racist accent of your choice. Not like yes. a manga. Not like a manga. <laughs> like a manga? No, not like a manga. Read it from left to right. Like a mango. Like a mango. Got it. Nice. Read Good it like fruit. a fruit. I yeah. can't believe it. Fruit. A... Oh, sorry. You shut up. Okay, go. Oh, my God. I feel like I need to be brought on by some music. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't believe it's already Halloween. I can't wait to put on my corral and visit China in my neighborhood. <laughs> this year, I'm going to dress up as Jesus with sexy toes. <laughs> Before I dance, I make sure to grab my quirky microphone to hold all of my hot dogs. <laughs> Finally... <laughs> All of my cacti are ready to go. When Eric Stoltz answers the door, I say, sponge or treat? Yum. I got a quinoa and a macaroni and cheese. We visit 23 houses and decide it's time to cheese in my home. <laughs> to cheese in home. My stepdad says if I eat too much raspberry, my... What is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me start that over. My stepdad says if I eat too much raspberry, my ovary will hurt. So I just eat three pieces and go straight to bed. I'll hope 
I hope I'll have smooth dreams of pterodactyls tonight. Happy Flag Day. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was, that was brought to you by Ford Supply. I'm sure they're very happy with that. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I'm going to post a picture of my chicken scratch on Instagram so you can see just how bad my handwriting is. That thing beautiful, looks like though. you took it out of a coloring book. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so here's what I did, right? I was getting ready to leave my, my place of employ. And I said, shit, I don't have anything for Ford Soap. And I know if I don't have something jazzy for the sponsors, they'll drop us. So I was Back. like, let me make sure I get something cheese. I was like, oh, look at Mad Libs. Mad Libs would be fun. <laughs> and then it said Halloween Mad Libs. I was like, oh, we're doing long Halloween tonight. Perfect. Nice. That brings us to our first time sponsor who couldn't get me a commercial, but Tony Nello's Southern Italian Eatery. Eatery. They wanted to sponsor the show. They're good friends of ours. They were also uh, nice enough to give us some food on the 24-hour podcast. Great folks. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You should definitely go by and uh, give them a shout. I will leave a link to their restaurant on our pages, all our social meds. So make sure you give Tony Anello some love. All right. That being said, without further ado, let's further break into Batman, the long Halloween. Now, so the reason this book is even in our possession is because Mark decided he didn't want to show up for the punchline. Oh, I have family matters. To, I oh. love my family. They I actually had me. to watch Family Matters. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that man. Mark had better Guys, shit I have to family do matters, day. and I just yeah. take a picture of a DVD right. box set. Yeah. 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 I have family matters to attend to. And then, uh, then Full House. If that, had happened, if that had happened, the show just wouldn't have happened yeah. that Thursday. Guys, I'm feeling some growing Sorry, pains. Sorry, guys. We gotta yeah. go. Some growing pains. I can't make it in today. <laughs> oh dear lord anyways and so we did an episode on a brand new introduced character punchline mm -hmm. and i on that podcast had said this was the first ever dc comic book that i had ever cracked open and mark took big issue with that i dropped my phone and broke it that's how astonished i was <laughs> he was so mad he messaged me and was like are you serious You've never listened to, or you never read a DC comic? I probably should have picked something a little snappier, because this is a very long comic. It's a very long book, and, and we'll good. get into that. But that's the reason Long Halloween. He said to me, specifically, you go to Emerald City Comics, who are big fans of the show, big friends. They help us out with a lot of stuff. You go there and ask any of their experts what one of the best Batman stories is, and they will tell you it's the Long, long Halloween. Halloween. Spoiler alert. None of them picked this book. What? But. What did they pick? Wait, but, Killing Joke? They pick, some of them somebody said, pick, somebody somebody killed said Killing Joke, but killing it was like, is good, so they all had a issue. list. Here's yeah. the funny thing. They all had a list. And when I said, oh, yeah, well, my friend says Long Halloween is one of the good ones. They all, <laughs> every single one of them go, you know what? That's actually a pretty good one. <laughs> so maybe they just weren't thinking about it, but they all gave this book high praise. It is an older one because, I mean, you can see the age on some of the stuff when yep, you read the through it. The art is a little... The art is Catwoman. Is, I mean, I love it. Yeah, it's stylized, but I can't tell if it's stylized or just old. Like I'm not yeah. really sure. But I, I like. We'll call the, it both. I like how the women in the book look like men. The women in the book look like men. Me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really Catwoman. the one thing that. That's as my far kind as of Catwoman. Goes, <laughs> yeah. kind of stuck There's out. a Catman. Catman. <laughs> I need a Catman. She's Catboy. Catman Crothers. Tell me that yeah. that does not look like a man. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mark's going to tell you that doesn't look like a man. No, I mean, minus... That is a beautiful woman. Well, It I mean, does, however, look like Michael Jackson spent a lot more you. on his plastic surgery and than he should And put some lipstick have. on. Yeah. That's what it looks yeah. like. It looks like Michael Jackson Kyle. with, with so, lipstick on. Yeah. Kind of looks like Katarina, my... Uh, my high school prom date, but whatever. <laughs> Shout out to Katarina, Dang. big big fan of the show. Katarina is. And, Katarina. I, and I'll she still my got apologies. a thing for Mark. <laughs> I'll submit my apologies here. Yeah, <laughs> Katarina. Apparently, like we all think you look like Michael Jackson. Hopefully, she got that bump in her throat removed because it gave her a lot of problems. Oh. Yeah, I could see you that. had a fun prom night, didn't yeah, you? I did. The only problem is she's strong as hell, according to that picture, and so Mark got out of line and she corrected that with a quickness. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, one anyway. thing I will say is, uh, Megan, you read it first. I did, and you gave it high praise to me. I did. How much you liked it, and was like, "Oh, you're not gonna want to put this down." Yep, and I put it down, <laughs> <laughs> and never picked it back up again. Did you finish it? I did. Okay. He put it down after having read the whole thing. I don't think you did. You read it all the way through. I did read yeah, it I all the way through too. in one setting. I really couldn't stop reading. And I will say it. It this: very good. 
it's not like other comic books that I've ever read. It's very, to me, true to the detective side of Batman. That's the side I like. That's the side he likes, too. I like that. Yeah, Rob is a big fan of the nuts and bolts of it, not just the, we solved it in the recap. He yeah. wants to see them putting the work in. And this I comic, see them finding really the that. hairs. You and know what I mean? I just, there's a lot I yeah. like about this comic because it kind of shows you the progression from crime families to yeah. just psychopaths. Yeah. And there's a transition there. This is a young Batman. And you kind of see the transition of not only Batman through the years, but how Gotham City changes through the years. And that's why I really like it. And I've always held this in high regard because it's just different than what you're used to. And you're used yeah. to Batman going up against Dark Side and doing Justice League stuff. And this is just a nice throwback to what I like about Batman for me. I was having this conversation the other day about Batman with a friend of mine. Um, and the reason this just kind of like in those justice league scenarios, how Batman in terms of actually fighting these threats can't do much at all. Mm -mm. He's a, he's back there roundhousing somebody or something. And my argument to him was, well, Batman's kind of the brains mm -hmm. and the bankroll. Mm -hmm. He tells them where to go, when to go. And then Superman and all the other guys go out there and, and kind of do the heavy lifting for the justice league. And so I've always kind of been like, eh, Batman's really not doing it for me. Well, you put him up against gods. Like there's yeah. really not much you can do as a normal person. He has drive, he has determination, but when you're going against literal gods and kings, like there's not much that you can really do to stand up with them. Yeah. And, and this kind of helped me appreciate Batman a little bit more because it's definitely his wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. It's smaller time crimes, mm -hmm. something that an actual man could, could, could handle a Batman. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Or a squirrel girl. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Or yeah, any yeah. number yeah. of adjectives with paired the, with noun. Dog boy. Dog boy. Yeah. Hornet man. Hornet man. I would love to see Hornet man. Huh. Yeah. He's a superhero mm -hmm. who stings his enemies, but once he stings them, he dies. And he plays basketball. What? Is that a basketball team? Hornets? No. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> The Charlotte no. Hornets. <laughs> and he plays basketball. The home of Muggsy Bowes <laughs> in 1996. I don't know. You're thinking Cal I'm Lady. Not a basket. What? You're thinking oh, Cal Lady. Okay. Yeah, Cal Lady. Cal San Lady Francisco doubles Cal's. as a basketball. Oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, but Batman definitely deals with some small time stuff. And, you know, there were times in this book where I was like, I don't know if he's going to get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if Batman's going to be able to actually stop any of this. Mm hmm. Because Are we going into spoilers? So red. Do you want to? You're the DC guy. I mean, it's a comic book from 1996. Do you, Do you mean, want a spoiler? No. I say we progress into spoilers. Everyone dies. Everyone in the whole book dies. I Even Batman. We spoil Alfred. the hell I'm out kidding. of it. That's, that's we spoil the hell I'm out sorry. of it. The only, I, the only reason I wasn't sure is because Rob hasn't read it yet. Yeah, but I saw some of the pictures. Yeah. Okay, cool. Of the 300 pages. Yeah, I real fast. We avoid the big Oh, yeah, no, no, no reveals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big reveals, but maybe some story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some arts and some. Yes. Um, I do think that we should talk about there's a major origin story. This is my this favorite Two Face origin. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, there he goes, just blurting that shit right out. I thought that was a big spoiler. But, but in honesty, no. I, that was one of my favorite parts about it because he, I mean, obviously everybody loves Joker and, you know, some favor Riddler and, and whatever. Two-Face is a very unique character, I think, and I think that, like, especially, not so much in movies now, but, like, especially the way that he's designed in comic books to where he's got the suit that's cut in half and he's got hair. Like, it's so different than, like, the Harvey Dent that we saw in the recent movie, mm -hmm. as opposed to even, um, who played Two-Face? Uh, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. And Aaron Eckhart played him most recently in Dark Knight. Yes. Wasn't right. Billy D. Williams him, too? Yes, he was. He was, he was Harvey, Harvey Dent. Dent. But yeah. it's like the older movies make it a little bit more relatable to like the comics to where it's very, and, and that's what I love about his character is aesthetically, I think he's the coolest of all of them. That's just my personal opinion. Two-Face? Yeah. Like, that, I'm again, that's just my personal opinion. I think yeah. Joker, it, him and Joker are very, in my opinion, are very tied in that It's a department. cliche answer, but I love, not yours, but I love Joker. Yeah. I think yeah. I like the unpredictability of and Joker. And he has a, he has a great little uh he does i don't want to call it cameo because it's longer than that i would definitely say it's a cameo too i mean i know what you're saying basically though. every every one of batman's main criminals has a one issue interaction mm -hmm. and it's 13 issues long right. so 
The only um, the only recurring villains quotation marks are the crime family, mm-hmm. and I'd say Selena Kyle. But do you call her a villain in this? You know, no. she's kind of the anti. She's just neutral. Type. Yeah, she's just. Out she's. For I'll say that she is a chaotic neutral. She yeah. truly is. I just. I think this is a great way to like. I think Two Face is the nice bridge between actual criminals and super criminals like mm-hmm. the create like the riddlers the jokers mr freeze people mm-hmm. with supernatural powers and just a regular run-of-the-mill crime family he's that nice gap in the middle and i think he fills that really well and kind of leads you into that universe so yeah. i just i like where this goes and i just i don't know man i can't say enough good things about this I really, just talk about I, it yeah. so let's and, talk and about I, who does make uh an appearance in this actual novel we've already talked about joker harvey dent Mm-hmm. Uh, You'd have the, the two main crime families of Gotham City, Falcone and, and Marconi. Marconi. Sure. I was like, <laughs> are they, they messing with me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Catwoman makes an appearance. Uh, Scarecrow makes an appearance, mm-hmm. which I was kind of disappointed with that because I wanted to see Scarecrow do some stuff. That's the thing. Everybody gets a little touch in here. Nobody really yeah. gets the focus. And was it? It's like a leprechaun character. Mad Hatter. Mad, Mad Hatter, Hatter yeah. makes mm-hmm. a makes an appearance as well. The Riddler. Mm-hmm. The Riddler. The Penguin's uh, in it for a blink and you'll miss yeah, it. He's a, yeah, it's like a page or two. Yeah, they do mention the Penguin, though. Mm-hmm. He, but he doesn't have, I don't think, does he have lines or anything like nope. that? He doesn't. And I don't know his name, but the Calendar Guy, Calendar Man? Calendar Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he makes a he makes an appearance, and they really made it seem like Calendar Man was the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or and was the, at least pulling the strings. And the titular villain, Holiday. <laughs> yes. He or she has been dubbed. Holiday. Mm-hmm. And the reason they call it Holiday is every holiday, a major crime family member, member is, murdered is murdered on a yep. holiday. And the murderer leaves little trinkets of that particular holiday. holiday mm-hmm. So, for instance, on St. Patrick's Day, he leaves a little leprechaun mm-hmm. at the scene. Mm-hmm. Well, the first murder um, is on Halloween, where right. the story gets its title. He, sh- he shoots the son of one of the crime bosses and leaves a pumpkin. Yep. Like a jack-o'-lantern, mm-hmm. a carved jack-o'-lantern as like a indication. I it think it's Carmine goes. Falcone's sister's son. Yes, is who gets shot. Yep. Yes, and they think it's kind of a turf war. They don't know what's going on. They don't. They know think really it's what one family against the and other. And then both families start suffering casualties from mm-hmm. the same person. At, at one point, I think even Bruce Wayne gets implicated. Absolutely. In this, because of Thomas Wayne's involvement with. with- the Falcone yep. crime family. Falcones. So, you know, no, they're not trying to portray Thomas Wayne as a villain in this. It's basically somebody came to his doorstep needing help, and Thomas Wayne refused to turn them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a doctor, and he actually uh, ended up saving the life of the yeah. head of the Falcone crime Carmine Falcone. And Bruce is talking to Alfred. He's like, why would he do this? Yeah. And he's like, apparently you don't know your father, because he would help anybody yeah, no matter what. he wouldn't right. turn anybody away that was He wasn't going to let somebody go out and die. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like Alfred in this, man. Oh, he's great, especially when he's testifying. Yeah. Oh, boy. He kind of turned everything around on them. Yeah, he did. Alfred is doesn't get enough credit because more often than not, he's just the guy serving tea and strumpets down in the Batcave. But, <laughs> uh, strumpet a thing? He's really holding everything strumpet together. Strumpet or crumpet. I don't it's know. from Dumb and Dumber. She's going to invite us right just, in for tea and strumpets. I literally just listened to that on the 24-hour podcast where you explain that. Just listen to that episode. Uh, I heard you say it again, and I was like, wait a second. That's not right. (laughs) But, yeah, it really kind of gets you going down to the end. And and the whole time, the kind of crime squad, which reading this, I was like, I'm getting Dark Knight feels. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have Harvey Dent, uh, Jim Gordon, and Batman all on the roof. And they're all strategizing every time they meet, and they're just getting more and more desperate as the kills keep piling up. And you see it as it starts off. They're all trying to do the right thing. They're like, let's catch this guy within the means of the law. Let's nail it down and stop this right now. Yeah. And then you see the progression of, well, shit, the law's not working in this situation. And mm-hmm. it kind of progresses from there. Well, somebody, the, the, the Carmine Falcone, well, the, far, blah, 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 the Falcone and the Maroney, Maroney family uh, are both just like, uh, we don't know who's doing this to us, so everybody's a suspect. Mm-hmm. And they, as the mob, are like, we're going after everyone. Yep. So. 
it's it's definitely interesting. And you know, when you say that, it definitely just made a uh, thing click in my head that in Batman Begins they're going after the Falcones, mm-hmm. and in the second one it's Salvatore Maroni mm-hmm. that he's going after. So that is really cool. Yeah, yeah that they pulled straight from. Yeah, I'm I'm Older, sure but. there are more recent comments that lean into the detective side of Batman. So I need to do my research because I really like these, and I just. I mean, it's DC stands for Detective Comics. That's where all this came from. There's right. Detective like Comics shirt. and Action Comics. That's what my shirt says. Yes. Detective so, yeah. if, you list, if you read the very early Batman comics, there's a time where he helps a guy find his face. So, like, you guys should check that out. <laughs> really? Because that, that's, an ep- yeah, that's an issue where some guy could it find his face. It is an issue if you're missing your face. Yeah, he, he had no <laughs> God, face. I have an issue. issue. And Batman was like, I'll help you find your face. And I think he, I think, I don't remember the ending, but I think he helps him find his face. Does he find two faces? No, 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 no. It's just a regular guy. What? <laughs> the original twist. villain. No yeah. face. No, no, no face. face. <laughs> it's like, Batman's like, I knew I'd find you, no face. <laughs> he did look like that, actually. It's like, he can't, he can't, what, what? no face? <laughs> Look like somebody straight out of Silent Hill. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, we're going to leave. <laughs> like and no face is just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then just starts throwing punches in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the original villain. Yep. Shooting, shooting an empty clip Without into a, uh, into a warehouse. No, Great got, job, no face. I got to figure out where you got his face, too. All right, so, so, oh, Robert's Googling. Oh, uh, don't don't wait for me. It's gonna take a while. We, you need you to find out who No Face is. No, I, No Face is just nobody. It's just he just. You don't know that. I think he was a nobody. Yeah. Oh, he was a bad guy. Listeners, I'm really sorry about this. We bring Rob. Doctor No Face. Doctor. Oh my God! This took a turn. Did he go to No Face Medical School? Did you actually read this issue? You can't Bartholomew, be a doctor with No Face. Bartholomew. No Face. Bart. Megan. M-A-G-E-N, M-A-G-E-N. Uh, also known as Dr. No-Face, is a Silver Age Batman villain who is obsessed with destroying and or mutilating representations of faces due to his own lack of one. Wow. So you guys are welcome for that. No, okay. we're yeah. very I happy. I feel like he's projecting. We're so happy this guy exists. I do, I do feel like I need the information for that, though, because it yeah. does sound good, like, like a good read. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a great It's read. a little corny because he's... He looks like that. Oh my god. Oh wow. And no face. Is he in the Batman the animated series as yes, well? Yes, he is. Probably. I remember that guy now. Speaking of Batman animated series, that's one thing that I said to him because when we were when we picked this up and we're reading it, we were kind of in the thick of watching the DC animated movies. I would love to see this as an animated movie. Well, mm. I would love it. And I know people might disagree, but I'm I'm the type of person that like if I read something and you know, I, I feel like I need more mm-hmm. of it. This is not something I'm going to get more of. I well, obviously in the in the Batman world I will, but this particular where is this going? I don't think there's a second issue to this. Is there, there is not? Okay, well, so I would love to see it just in an animated platform. Well, not to get too far away from what the we're wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable on that one. Sorry, what? <laughs> animated. Oh. Animated. <laughs> no, she's just being animated. animated. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> this we'll show ourselves out. Suppose okay. Spoiler alert, please. Okay. But this is supposedly what the Robert Pattinson Batman movie is based on. Uh, that'll be interesting wow. because they are saying, and this actually goes to everything what you're lines saying, up because they're mentioning all that that this Robert Pattinson is not going to be like the previous Batman where it was him against one or maybe two, but they put it in there like it's gonna be Batman versus everybody mm-hmm. and. Colin Farrell has come out as he's playing Oswald Cobblepot. And he's like, I'm not in very many scenes. I'm not in it much, guys. I mean, I'm excited to play it, but no, I'm not in there very much. Well, if you go back and listen to our Batman episode where we talked about the upcoming Batman movie, we talked about uh, the rumors where the the movie opens up basically with a funeral. Yeah. For a Falcone member. Because there's VIP funeral guest. Yes, VIP funeral guest number one is cast in the movie according to IMDb. Um, but <laughs> who so we're the, excited to see the portrayal. So, <laughs> yes, can't so wait. Falcone, Marconi, Penguin, everybody but Joker is cast in this movie. Boo! So just because you can't, because of everything else that's going on. Do we need another Joker right now? I don't know, but I just, I just, there, I there's, don't. There's been a lot of Jokers. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. If it's, I'd rather see where they're going with the Joker verse and see if they end up doing something else with that instead of trying to shoehorn him into this. Yeah. 
So because you would have to recast him. Yeah, because we're gonna have a penguin, a Riddler, a Poison Ivy, a Catwoman, a Calendar Man. All these people are cast for the movie. Thank God, Calendar Man. He yeah. really I've been, is, I've been waiting for like, him. Okay, see. he's been waiting for and a legitimate Calendar Man. This is the news I needed man. today I on my, my birthday. And I'm so excited. And it's an all-star cat. It's like Andy Circus and um is playing. Uh, Caesar from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Andy Serkis is playing Alfred. He's playing okay. Alfred Pennyweather. So I hope they change it a little bit just to kind of keep me on my toes. I mean, obviously they have to cut out the Joker part yeah. and probably replace it with like a penguin. And or... you know what? I got to say, from this book, you could cut that Joker part out and it would not matter. Which yeah. it kind of stinks. But that's, I think that, like I said, I think that's part of the reason why I liked it so much is that for me who hasn't read really anything outside of punchline either when it comes to the dc universe like reading this and being someone who really enjoys the harvey dent two-face mm -hmm. like evolution this was a perfect read for me in that sense like i loved that and i think that him getting that starlight is going to be great i know that it's not going to be the 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 early 90s or mid 90s when did those movies first come out where it looks a little comic-y and they're it's wearing all technicolor the and, and, yeah it's yeah. not gonna be like who that who directed which, those movies Robert? which one tim burton the, tim burton uh, did the first two and yes. then uh, joel schumacher joel schumacher joe schumacher is responsible for bat nipples yeah no. but he did oh the other one too which one but that's part of Val batman, and batman forever batman no, forever batman forever was the so there's batman, third one batman, batman returns oh batman yeah just, batman, batman and robin no no Batman, Batman Forever, forever and then, then Batman and Robin. Then Batman and Robin. That's the last then, one. That was the last one. one. Bat Nipples no, was four. in the last one. Okay. There's only four. Okay. I'm. You know what? I'm just thinking there's other Batmans. I mean, there that, are. Other no, they're Batman. not a part of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. That universe. I'm just excited right. for an actual, like, I like detective movies and I like superhero movies. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to see all this come together and it kind of pushes back. And if they do a trilogy, which I'm sure they're planning, mm -hmm. DC is always trying to get a trilogy off the ground. If they do a Two-Face trilogy, like the arc of Two-Face, I think that would be great if they get the right person in the yeah, role. Yeah, and if they started off with kind of this storyline. And I will say, like, for Heath Ledger's Joker, I think that they still kind of kept that aesthetic thing that I'm talking about. Like, it it might not be quite as bright as the 90s movies mm -hmm. that came out. It was more grounded in but reality. But it was more grounded yeah. in reality. It was still pretty colorful and very eye-catching, like him having a purple suit and whatever else. But I, the way that they did Harvey Dent, with, I mean, I know we didn't see a whole lot of him, but the way that they did him just seemed very, like, monochromatic. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I know that we didn't dive into him, so I really was hoping that we, that we would <sighs> cinematically... What? I love the way he looked in that movie. I oh, didn't not. Aesthetically, I did not. I, I, didn't I, didn't, I, not yeah, like I know you're it. not saying that, but like when, when he finally, when he first turned. Oh, yeah. And they didn't show his face and they showed Jim Gordon's reaction to him. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. His face, <laughs> his face was perfect. First of but all. But it was still like very gray suit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and like I said, we didn't see a whole lot of Two-Face yet yeah so and he's I'm also acting that... opposite gary oldman in that scene which gary oldman's gonna make anybody right. look, look like a fucking amazing yeah and so then when you finally see it i was just like oh yeah. i can't wait for this so i did like how they they did him and i hope that obviously yeah. they go that way with graphics and stuff and make it look quite as well i quite hope as so good, too but i, I would like too. a little bit more like true to the comics and maybe some suit colors or something a little different and I mean, I really liked the way that it was done before. So, so. so that's the thing. That's Matt Reeves, the guy who did the first two Planet of the Ape movies, I think. Yeah. The new ones? He did both of them? I think yeah, he, he did might, two, he but not three. Yeah, I don't think he did War. For the um, Planet of the Apes. He has promised comic-accurate costumes, comic-accurate storylines, comic-accurate traits. Yeah. Let's do it right. Let's start with the young Batman and work our way up. Mm. So I like it. everything about that I like. I like that, too. I think that that's going to go a long way for you know, the, the reader side of those that you know enjoy this type of stuff mm -hmm. i right now am excited i've got some optimism for it if it's based off of this long halloween but right now i feel like all of dc is a x-men franchise in marvel yeah yes always new actors They're always new story but kind of the same mm -hmm. how are we going to do it different because and they did say and we talked about this on that batman podcast oh you've never seen what we're going to do and i'm like that's a tall order well they have a problem with either over committing or yeah. under committing and then flipping back and forth between the two right so they committed to zach snyder 
which I don't necessarily like. But you know what? If you're going to commit to it, Rob commit doesn't to like it. it. Rob does not like it. I don't. Him. Rob and I You've agree on this. Him up he's before, not, yeah, he's <laughs> not good. <laughs> he's not a good director. So, uh, but I appreciate. You know what? If you're going to commit to it, make it the Zack Snyder verse yeah. and just go full bore with it. They got halfway there, and they fired him. <laughs> So, and yeah. then somebody tried to patch together, they got Joss Whedon to patch together the rest of it. Well, and he then, left, yeah, Justice League. He left Justice League yeah, or whatever. Yeah. For family issues. Yeah, for yes. family issues, and Joss Whedon tried to fit in, and then they did some reshoots, and but that's the, why Superman's mustache was gone. Digitally, that's why a lot of things changed. That's so, why no Dark Side, no nothing, but... They keep uh, fighting to make a yeah. universe... But they won't commit to a universe. They won't commit to a tone. They won't commit to a cast. The tone but, is the biggest thing because, like, if you look nowadays, at Shazam and then you look right, at it, Batman versus Superman, they're different. They're, they're completely like, different. It, uh, they just can't find one, especially if th- you're trying to make a whole cinematic universe. I say, and just here's keep the it thing: when, when they lean yeah. into having it have a little bit more lightheartedness to it and making these superheroes less superhero y, because I think that's what DC kind of wanted to do is make their heroes look and feel like heroes, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know, it's impossible not to, but to compare them to Marvel, Marvel's kind of like these are humans with extraordinary yeah. abilities, and we're focusing more on the human side. DC wanted to go all gods and monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Which is great, but do it if you're gonna do it. Yeah, then do, do it. it. Yeah, I agree. And it was so, it was very play on reality. And and and, and in a, a similar comparison when you look at. Zack Snyder, who's supposed to be building that, you have the Russo brothers on the other side from mm-hmm. Marvel. And uh, they, they definitely have... The reason I bring that up is they have a vision. You see where they want to go. You see the style of movie they want to do. And Zack Snyder, I want to see that. But I they, don't see sign, that they don't sign people to, to like these contracts that Marvel was doing. So right. Batman is played by Ben Affleck in one movie, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm done. And yeah. it's like... He was supposed to direct another Batman movie, and he was yes. supposed to be Batman. And like now, there's Against, like no consistency uh, with any of the characters. Joe Manganiello, to where they even had shots of that. Yeah, they yeah. keep changing. But that's but now, but now that Zack Snyder's coming back, and it's the Snyder cut and the original thing. Now Ben Affleck's getting back in shape because he's gonna play Batman now. So now we've got Robert Pattinson, we've got Ben Affleck. We're gonna They're Batmans, throwing Michael multiple... Keaton's name in the. Yeah, in that's the... I heard that too. Yeah, you know, so they wait, should let these ba- are all gonna be different movies. Yeah, yes. yeah, but they should let but Ben like, Affleck why? direct. Ben Affleck because is a good director. I mean, well, like I'm. It almost killed him. I've always been the type of person like I have. I advocate for continuity. <laughs> well, for like the Hellboy, like the new Hellboy movie that came out, and like the Disney remakes, and I've always been yeah. one that's been like, take it for what it is, yep. allow it to be its own thing. Like, of course, Lion King being remade, it's the exact same movie, shot for shot, just in realistic, you know. And then there's pe- all the bullshit people that, sorry, not bullshit people, all hey, the people, people that were talking. <laughs> you know who you are, yeah. bullshit people, yeah. big fans yeah. of the show. Hey, all bullshit the people, people. that it's were talking demo. bullshit about. The Hellboy remake and how it should have been Ron Perlman and all this other yeah. stuff. And I don't agree with that. I, personally, take Neither it for I. what it is. It, yeah. It's its own thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't delete the other movies. It doesn't, right? You it can still have them on Blu-ray. If for some reason Ron Perlman wants to come back and they want to stay with that storyline, it's not like it's a continuation. It's its own thing. It's been ten years. He's not coming back. Right. But it, and it's like so. I want to say that I feel the same way for this scenario, but I don't because it's happening at the same time, <laughs> and it's a lot. And I don't know how I feel about that. I think that we should, like, DC. if, if DC could do anything, they could wipe their hands of what the hell's been happened so far. Mm-hmm. Keep They should just start Momoa, over. Keep just start Momoa, over again. Keep Gal Gadot well, and wipe your hands well, of everyone else. That's and what fucking they keep saying. On. They're simultaneously <laughs> yeah. moving forward and not, backwards at the, at same, the same time. time. Yeah, because so they're Wonder Woman's still part of... Yeah. Whatever the DC and they're doing the Snyder cut and they're DC saying, well, if that goes well enough, we'll keep doing more of those. But also, we have a new Batman and a new universe and this and because uh, I was wondering, doing. I was wondering what you guys thought of this. Supposedly, there's a Superman movie in the works directed With by J.J. Abrams. Yep. With how Henry you, Cavill. I I'm wondering how Rob feels about J.J. Abrams. I like okay, I like J.J. Abrams, but sometimes he's a little too much Flash, like. We get it. The blue lights. Yeah. Everything's got to have blue lights in his movies. Lens but like, flares. Yeah, yeah. He, he loves that shit. Uh, I uh, liked what he did with Star Trek. Listen, I like Star Trek 1. Yeah. Wasn't a huge fan of Star Trek 2. Into, Into Darkness. Darkness. Which was him also. Uh, Force Awakens. It was fine. But I did I not it, like the last Star Wars movie. 
I think Force Awakens gets beat up a lot, but I think it did a lot to build up a couple of characters that we didn't know before and tended to care about immediately. Yeah. Which is a little hard to come by because you look at subsequent movies where these new characters are introduced and we don't give a shit. Right. I just I didn't like the last Star Wars movie, which was, oh, him was trying mess. to do like fan service and do all this kind of stuff. And you then they were really just trying to do another Marvel thing yep. near the end where they're just spoiler alert, where they're just like, hey, here's everybody that's going to come help at the mm -hmm. same time, like in an endgame. And I'm like, most of these people, we don't know. We know yeah. Lando. You yeah. gives a shit about the guys and, on horses and, and, and stuff. And, like, what just communication happened to bring them all together in this one big, like... And not to get on a tangent, but Jesus Christ. You, you started off on uh, the Death Star, takes up, like, four movies. They build up a one movie, Rogue One, where it's like, we got to find the plans to destroy the Death Star. But they're making a new Death Star every movie, so who yeah. gives a shit? Right. And then not only that, it's like, <laughs> now it's not a Death Star, this is a planet. So what does it do? Is it like a Death Star? Well, it blows up three planets. Oh, Okay, so we're raising so it the takes stakes, a little bit guys. more, and then they're like, "Now we don't even have that. We're just gonna put that weapon on a fucking star destroyer." It's like, well, who gives a shit now? Like yeah. they're just gonna always blow up planets. That's your number one thing. That's, that's all, all you're you, doing. That's all you want to do. That's all they do. Move on. And who gives a shit? So you have four movies and that lead up to a no, fucking Death there's Star. There's no purpose to them blowing up the planet. It just yeah. What are you gonna rule? It's like in Resident Evil when the scientists are like, yeah, now we got to create this. How, why? Yeah. No one's alive. Yeah, everyone's Who gives a, a zombie. Shit? Who are you ruling? Go what, make a fucking where are you sandwich your money? and take a nap. It makes no sense. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> just Jesus so, Christ. All right, so let's circle back. Okay, let's sorry. Rain <laughs> it in. Rob is sweating. And let's <laughs> yeah, go to the studio. Let's, <laughs> let's direct that anger over to Batman: The Long Halloween. J.J. Abrams, I'll see what he does. He's hit or miss. I do like him at, overall. Like I, I, like I told you to go one direction, too. you took another. No, 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 that's Batman. Okay. If he direct, or no, Superman, whatever it is. It's DC. <laughs> it's DC. Alter Ego Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Robert Lamb. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> President and CEO. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 it's, uh, it's okay. I, I do think um, if that's the way Pattinson, the Batman, is heading, this is a way to do it. This is one of those iconic stories. Well, because in that same breath where I was talking to those guys about, oh, what's your Batman movie? Or, you know, what's your mm -hmm. Batman book? They're like, oh, it's this one. And they did this in Dark Knight. And there's this one. And it's in Batman Begins. They, nobody mentions this This is one. completely untouched. Yeah. They haven't And I, and I actually it. love that. Especially if that's, it is going to be kind of a the brainchild of, of you know, the future mm -hmm. DC movies. I want to say uh, it reminded me of Batman Hush mm -hmm. a little bit. I reminded me so of long. Hush a little bit, mm. which I like. Hush um, is from that same era, and I yeah. think it has the same writer and artist, if I remember correctly. That would make sense because they're very similar. Um, but I Court yeah, of so, Owls. Oh, so you said something a minute ago, like why don't they just restart? Why don't they just find a way yeah, to hit now. the reset button? Because no, the internet doesn't shut yeah, up about anything. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the, inter true. the internet is undefeated. Please don't provoke the internet. <laughs> but listen here, internet. <laughs> yeah. But there is a way, and it's actually the focus of next week's episode, mm -hmm. which is going to be centered around Flashpoint, which is Barry Allen's The Flash, and. The scenario is, and this happens a lot in a lot of DC things, like we talked about that um, Justice League War, Apocalypse War, mm -hmm. at the end when everything is so irreversibly fucked. Literally, and I was talking to her about this when we got when watching it, in the last 30 seconds, they walk up to Flash and go, hey, Flash, why don't you run back in time and change all this? And he's like, okay. Yeah. Off he goes. And we're just kind of like, what? I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Where was that idea fucking? Right. Why am I so invested in ago? this if you're just going to freaking make Flash that's, that, run backwards? That's, exactly. And that's what pissed me off. That was a phenomenal movie. I was so happy with it. I, I was out of my seat. You can ask this one. I was like, damn, this movie is good. Yeah. This is one of the best things I've ever seen DC put out. And I'm sitting there, and right at the end, they go, hey, Flash. What do, you th what do you think about going back They're in They're all time? sitting there watching the sunset. And I was like, I was just sitting there going, <laughs> no fucking way are they about to do this. Just like we talked about Brian K. Vaughn last week in Saga where he writes himself into a corner to see what he'll do. DC writes himself into a corner and then goes, Flash. Flashpoint, baby. <laughs> Ooh, Flash. And here's the thing, too. They, yeah. are, they are probably doing a Flashpoint to reset the universe. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see because it's a podcast. Yep. Um, Wait. But, oh, because it's a podcast. Okay. Yes. 
They can't. <laughs> yeah, they no. just can't see it in general. Oh yeah, right, but right. um, not to express the hypothetical <laughs> nature of his statement right, to right, us. Right. But, but go ahead. Okay, so they are going to do Flashpoint. That is part of the plan, and they're going to yeah. reset everything. But me having no faith in DC knows that they're going to reset everything. Air quotes again, and not commit to it. <laughs> They're going to have to commit to it, and then they're still going to do, like, spin-offs. But we're going to go stuff. back to that See, movie well, before Flash. The, the problem is they're just not making um, good movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's the true. real problem. He's like, how do you say... <laughs> just put it, actually, how do you I'll, put no, it mildly? The, the actual problem is they're not making good movies, but they're still making a lot of money. So they're like, well, who gives a shit? We're still making a lot of we're money. We're going to run all these characters dry. Exactly. So, yeah, so that's the that problem, man. I mean, but like, that's what's let's... kind of disappointing about it. Sorry, I mean to cut you off, but that's what's kind of disappointing, especially as someone who more so got into the comic realm and and characters and stories and things like that on the MCU side. It's like I have so much respect for, and of course, I'm MCU. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't read a whole lot of comics growing up, so who's to say that their paper content is garbage or not? Because I can't speak to it, but I've never found that personally yet. I haven't read a lot, but as far as the MCU goes, it's like, in my personal opinion, flaws here and there, whatever, is a masterpiece the way that they did it. Mm-hmm. Because every story ties into themselves. They each have their own thing before a bigger thing, and then there's teams, and then, like, it makes sense. There's a payoff. They need there's a Kevin Feige or Feig or whatever his yeah. name and is. And then in yeah. DC, you're just kind of like, okay, does this follow this? Does that follow that? Is this a whole new thing? Now we have a new Batman. Like, well, when DC... what sense is they're here. Well, when DC, I feel like when they don't make, like, they made a lot of money on, like, Justice League and Batman versus Superman or whatever, but it wasn't, like, I think as much as they wanted. And I think every time that that happened, they're like, oh, we need to we reset. Can do better. We're going to try yeah. something different mm-hmm. this time. And then it's like, okay, but, like, some things are just different. Like, Joker is completely different from Shazam, but they both kind of worked. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now they're, like, kind of in this middle field where they're like, oh, we'll just pick a different way for each character. And, and that's, like, that's that doesn't tie problem. in together. So now you have Joaquin Phoenix, who knocked it out of the park as Joker. He was fantastic, but he's connected to nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got Henry Cavill, who people like as Superman. They want to see him back, but he's connected to a terrible storyline. So then you have Jason Momoa yeah. and Gal Gadot, who... Personally, really isn't their fault that these movies aren't good. But I think they embody those characters very well. And and their standalone movies are very, very good. So Mm -hmm. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Shazam are all great standalone movies. Right. Mm -hmm. But they're just part of the shit universe. Yep. And we were talking about why they keep pivoting and going back and forth. It's because, in my opinion, so you do Batman versus Superman, and everybody goes to see it, and it makes $800 million. Right. Something like that. Whatever. And everybody's Lots like, money. well, we went and saw it. It was okay, but, you know, whatever. So the next movie comes out, DC's all jazzed up, like, we're going to make another $800 million. But people were burned on the last one. So, so Justice League comes out, and it makes $500 million. I'm like, well, what happened? It must be a worse movie because less people went to see it. No, they got burned on the last yeah. one, and they're not going to give you their money this time around. Well, yeah. that's why Marvel makes money. Because it does say. genuinely make I mean, even if Marvel has, like, a bad movie or, like, a movie that doesn't necessarily do well with critics and audiences or whatever it is, it's still, like, it's going out of all the other ones. It's still the same. And and if you actually look, because I love critic reviews, most Marvel films get good critic reviews uh, along with audience reviews because they are decently made. Uh, yeah. Big blockbusters, they are, which are hard to do because big blockbusters are usually not well reviewed. Yeah, like they they're usually just really spectacular. They do really well in one category or another, right. whether it's fan reviews or, or critic reviews. I just I feel like Marvel they have a just mystery dry erase board in their office that has everything planned out for the next twenty years. Their Fantastic Four movies, their X Men stuff, everything is meticulously planned out and ready to go. I feel like DC. Has like a bunch post-it of post-it notes. Yeah, a bunch of post-it notes. <laughs> yeah. I see so, yeah, somebody walked out. Six, six they're eating like offices a, yeah. of post-it note laptop stickers. Yeah. So somebody af- walks into Twitter. the fucking writer's room of the Batman cookies, like, we'll see where this sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, By the way, there's cookies in the break room. And they all have different directors, they all have different producers, they all have different casting directors, they yep. all have different prop people, they all have different everything. And they wonder, why isn't this really coinciding? Why isn't everything working together? Mm-hmm. Because you're not you're not putting the work in like Marvel is to make everything cohesive yep I, I think that goes back to Mar- uh Mark, 
Rob's point. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, like, man. We boy. spent 24 hours together in and, a room. And he was thinking he about called, me the yeah, whole he, he was. Called, he called Mark a couple times in the two, three, I four, go back to Robert's point. We'll just point blame that on the loss of sleep. Where he says, no, it happens when I'm wide yeah, awake, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they need a Kevin Feige. They do. Yeah. They, they, need, they need somebody, somebody to overall, that's going like, to each of the products and telling them, ah, don't do that. Stop because it. that's not going to go no. with this. Yes. And if you go with this, your movie's going to be more successful because more people are going to want to see the next chapter of the story. Yes. So this is where you need to go and what you need to do with your own creative. Mm -hmm. Because look at Taika Waititi. Mm -hmm. He... Still kept the story along, he but everybody, in the bubble, but everybody he loves it his, in his direction. vision of stuff. That not everybody shares that you know that love for his stuff. Jack likes it, like Jack likes it a lot, but no, not everybody. No, feels I, that way. that's not true. Jack loves it. It's like his favorite uh, Marvel yeah. film, but other people might not. DC, see it. Has thank you. Had yeah. Two, yeah. You found <laughs> the courage to say what I couldn't. <laughs> DC has had two Kevin Feige's per se. Yeah. They had Zack Snyder, which was their Kevin Feige. Everything was done in his vision. And Zack Snyder does not read comic books or give a shit. Literally, he flipped open a comic book and saw a guy named Doomsday. He's like, oh, that guy's all jagged and cool looking. Let's put him in a movie. Not Yeah, but when he's he in slow motion, Here's he likes the, the slow motion. And we I'm going to disagree with <laughs> yeah. you when you say that, that Zack Snyder was that guy. Zack Snyder was the guy who was put at the helm to put DC's direction above him. I don't know who there is because Feige works for Marvel. Well, Feige was a producer. Yeah, and he works with that mm -hmm. studio has their vision and then gives that yeah. to his various directors when as you say Snyder is not that based in that world but that no, was but kind they of gave their him a lot of, they gave him a lot of of power in the sense of how he wanted to do justice league they gave him a stack of Superman. names then they said make some movies out of these yeah. yeah um and then after that post Snyder they went with Jeff Johns who is a uh, green lantern writer he's written a, uh, some batman stuff he works a lot on um the uh the arrowverse stuff the CW stuff, mm -hmm. and he just, it all fell apart. He did not stick to anything, and I don't understand why. He's so entrenched in all these storylines, but just really couldn't pull it all together, and I think he's already been fired from that job. Nice. They go through a lot of people, but so does Marvel. Marvel goes through a lot of people too, though, like a lot <laughs> yeah. of directors and stuff. Cause, yeah. But Marvel, it's different because they, they have what they, they know what they want, whereas DC doesn't, I think. They don't know what they want yet. I am a little scared Marvel is going to go the way of Star Wars, where they just start firing uh, yeah, directors left and right. They've no, already they, kind uh, of done it a little bit. Yeah. And I, it well, scared me uh, with like Ant-Man, Ant yeah. which I love Edgar Wright. He's one of my favorite directors. Me too. I was so right excited. Now. And they fired him. And he said it was because of creative differences, which mm -hmm. makes me think like they didn't get along. Like he had a vision for Ant-Man yeah. and they just they didn't want it, which not to say Ant-Man was a bad movie. Like I thought it was Fine. I it's not my favorite. The but first Ant Man. He was yeah. supposed to be the director. He was supposed to direct. That. I think halfway that one through, was he fantastic. dropped out. So I. So Peyton right. Reed took over that and finished it up, and made the best of the situation. Right. Right. And right. I think he did a really good job on the second one as well. Mm -hmm. For a yeah, second yeah. Ant Man movie, I was pulled in completely. I'm like, all right. Uh, second Ant Man. Well, Ant Man, I think, is one of the absolute best franchises in 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 the comic book universe. Whoa, hot yeah, take. Yeah. I do. Damn. Because he's not your average superhero who's going to go in and want to save the day. He doesn't do it all by himself. And he's he's very grounded in reality, man. You know, the fact, I didn't even remember that he had powers in some of these scenarios in the movie. Because he's, he's just, just a like, dude. Yeah, he's just, he's just a, a dude. dude in a and he's like, we need to do this. And he's like, yeah, dude, call the Avengers. Call yeah. somebody else. Well, yeah. here's my hot take on Ant-Man. Paul Rudd. Oh, is a I was charming just man. Gonna say that. <laughs> and he does embody that. He embodies that so much. He's like, no, call the Avengers. Yeah, he's a big what part of that. What are you doing? <laughs> like, he does have that. He has that. In I'm a Civil human War, reality. when he wakes up in the van, and he's like, oh my God, you're Captain America. Yeah. yeah. That is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> But my favorite like, is when he shrinks down. He's like, does anybody have any orange slices? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, and then it, he, polar opposite would be like someone like Iron Man who has that sort of confidence and trusts in his suit. And not that necessarily Ant-Man doesn't feel that way, right. but he, Iron Man is less easy to relate to because not everybody walks around with confidence like that. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to take or on these fucking like aliens his. or brain like his. Exactly. But then there's Paul Rudd, who's a freaking criminal and well, Ant-Man, who's mm. a criminal and Paul Rudd is a criminal, though. No, he's not. Big fan he, of the show. He's Sorry, Paul. criminally underrated. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. He is a criminal. Yeah. He stole my heart. Scott yeah. Yeah. Lang is a criminal. 
But and he's not I mean, not that he's not smart himself, because he obviously is, but he's more of a normal human. He's a normal person. Yep. He's not Iron Man. He can Man. be that he's outside perspective. Right. He can be our eyes in the situation. You take away the suit from Scott Lang and you take away the suit from Iron Man, you still have a major difference in individuals. Yes. Yeah. Scott Lang has no idea how that suit is built. Yeah. Or operates. Right. right. He hits the button and either it works it, or it doesn't. It, it I mean he's got some he's got some skills, but Yeah. 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 But he's not, you know, Pim either. No. So it's true. Well, all right. I think that's a good uh, hot take on Batman: The Long <laughs> yeah, Halloween. That's our opinions on the DC universe. Yeah, and we, Ant-Man. we definitely <laughs> we definitely went off. Fuck on, you, uh, Zack Snyder. A couple. <laughs> take that to the <laughs> bank and cash it. Zach, uh, Zach's a big if fan of the show, so no, we like Zack Snyder. <laughs> he's listening the whole time. He's, I think, he's I been think texting we lose, me. We no, lose he's busy making another bad movie. <laughs> oh wow. We lose someone famous every week. We do. We really do. Plenty of them. So yeah, Dawn of the Dead was fine. Yeah, it was a good movie. That was That's a Zack Snyder movie. That was his first movie. Anyway, we talked about that on 24 Hour Podcast. Remember to check that out. So, in closing, I did mention, and this is the truth, next week after this episode comes out, we will be talking Flashpoint. And then another exciting thing I wanted to talk about. There's another podcast that used to be associated with Seven Lamb. Rob, correct me if I'm wrong. Movies, films, and flicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not associated. They're now their own thing. Are we going to fight them with swords? Yeah. (laughs) Tell them the battle plan. We're going to fight them in the park. (laughs) We're doing. We're doing. What's the what's the the fake fighting called? Larping. Larping. (laughs) We're going to challenge them to a larp. Yeah. Are you done? Sorry. <laughs> Turns into role That's models. That's what you asked me. What magic I wanted spell, to do for my birthday. Spell, magic spell. Speaking of Paul Rudd, I want to challenge another podcast to a LARP battle. That's what I want to do wow. for my birthday. Okay, <laughs> so organize this. Too so, bad. Yeah, we're not doing Couple that. Couple weeks, we'll do it. So <laughs> we were talking <laughs> to just kidding. Rob and I were talking to the folks from Movies, Films, and Flicks, which is John Mark Levengood and John and Mark Hoffmeyer. Yeah. Right. I'm looking forward Great to guys. Nice. So they were talking about an absolutely god-awful movie that they oh. watched recently called Shark in Venice. Yeah. They love shark movies. So they do. They do love shark movies. And this one has a Baldwin in the leading uh, Oh, the leading which role. Baldwin? Stephen Baldwin. Oh, okay. Well. The, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> of Me all too. the Baldwins. Of all and, the Baldwins. And uh, so they are going to watch Fantastic Four 1994. Suckers. <laughs> Got him. We've already been put through that. Got him. And we are going to watch Shark in Venice. And in two weeks' time from this episode, we are going to get on and debate which is the worst movie. We have a couple categories, which I'll say So wait, here. do we have to defend Fantastic Four They do. They do. Oh, they do. So, and we defend Shark and Venice. Oh, thank God, because I haven't <laughs> seen Shark and Venice, but I know it's better than Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah, 1994. Yeah, yeah. So, a lot of things it? are. No, not Fantastic Four. No, no, no. Have I you seen myself. Shark and Venice? Oh, uh, Shark and I Venice. Respect no, myself. I haven't seen Shark and Venice either. So, we're going to have, a picture we're gonna have argument points of which one is the better movie who has the best character one isolated character in said movie uh what the best action scene and like the best single line in the movie is oh we got this in the bag baby so we are covering shark in venice they are covering 1994 they're gonna call in because they're not in the no. lovely sunshine uh, we are. john levengood lives down here but he was up there visiting right so but uh mark Hoffmeyer's from uh uh, uh georgia from Georgia. It's like outside of Atlanta. So they're going. He actually to... filmed a small portion of Civil War. I believe you. He was a cameraman. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So they're going to call Bill, in when Bar- uh, 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 Winter Soldier looks yeah. down the elevator shaft. That was Mark. <laughs> and we are going to have still very cool. So I knew Winter yeah. Soldier looked different. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. We're going to have kind of a, a point counterpoint debate. I love this with so those much. guys. You ignorant slut. About, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought of. Yeah. And maybe Rob point, comes in and mediates counterpoint. it. Counterpoint. Fuck you. Sure. Um, maybe I Rob. I don't care if I just witness, but I feel like maybe I can come to and witness this. I don't have to talk. Witness. Get your own goddamn okay. thing. Witness. witness. No, I'm kidding. You're just no, trying to kick absolutely. me out. Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> two weeks out. from now, and I will also shout out movies, films, and flicks, and we will openly challenge them to, to interstellar a, to a dominance uh, to uh, for our movie versus their movie, which is really their movie versus our movie. We're going to LARP. So it's going to be lots of fun. I hope everyone tunes in. You can check us out as always. Oh, wait. 
first and foremost, thank you again to our sponsors, Forge Supply and Tony and Nellos. Found a little bit more information. I just kind of said, said, <laughs> said a little bit about them, but I didn't really say where you could find them. They are on 1136 Pinellas Bayway, South Tierra Verde. If you are in Florida and you get down that way, enjoy them. Tell them the folks from Alter Ego sent you. You can check out their website, TonyNellos.com, or give them a call and you can just pick up some food there. Call 727-867-3577. Uh, again, if you know there, Jack will probably just be there eating. It's probably a true story. Very likely. Fordsupply.com. You know to go there to smell good. If your woman is telling you you smell like a bag of dirty dog dicks, go buy some soap and smell better. Uh, Alter Ego Podcast 2 at gmail.com. Alter Ego Podcast uh, 3 on Twitter at podcast underscore ego. Facebook.com, Alter Ego Podcast. Instagram at Alter Ego Pod. YouTube.com forward slash Alter Ego Podcast. Everybody, have a great weekend. Go read Batman The Long Halloween. Go watch Shark in Venice. And eat cake. And eat cake. Yeah. And go check out 7lamb.com or visit them on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear man. Happy birthday to you. No, I'm just kidding. That's done. We're done. To remind pet owners that Progressive covers pets on our auto policy at no extra charge, we decided to make a really cute pet-themed radio commercial. Can you hear that, puppy? If you could see this, you would melt. I mean, just the softest fur. Oh, wait. He's trying to open this box now. And, oh, the box is filled with kittens. If only there was some way you could see this. <laughs> what a glaring oversight. Get coverage for your pets with an auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and is subject to policy terms. The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with a ring-tailed lemur from Progressive. Or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. (laughs) I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.